0: To the Golf Chat Show. We chat all things golf, from random topics to the latest news. If you need some golf chat, this podcast is designed for you. So if you're on the way to work, at the gym, on the course, on the range, hitting some putts, or just need your golf fix, Let's just play some golf. We're here to chat some golf, so get ready and relax. It's now time for the Golf Chat Show with your host, Gotch.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Uh, another episode of of the golf chat show. Where guess what? We're talking about golf. Well, not talking. I should say chat. Sorry, I missed the punchline there. Um, today's guest is a few Brooks, or as I would call him, Matty Brooks, or Brooksy, or there's a numerous matter nicknames for the lad. Um, yeah. welcome to the show, mate. You okay?
0: Yeah, not bad. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No
1: thanks coming on, mate. Much appreciated. Um. Do you want to sort of, I know we just fled straight into it, which we will do on this one. Do you want to just sort of introduce who you are, what you do, what you're doing golf-wise and so on and so forth, career, what you're up to?
0: Yeah, sweet. Right, okay, so working in Spain at the moment at Jason Ford Golf Academy as one of the coaches over there, Um, I went from having my own business over here and just went over there to give it a little go and enjoy the spanish sun and i'm certainly doing that i'll tell you that for a
1: fact <laughs> anything I, uh, I suppose it's just the sun's made, made a major difference in it with the coaching aspect i guess i guess it's oh. like uh <laughs> like you just said to me off camera didn't you off off, off recording a second ago 25 degrees in shorts in december i was like than yeah. sitting in a pro shop eating a mars bar hoping to get warm with an electric heater next to your foot i guess so a uh, bit of a different environment um Cool. So, like I say, thanks for coming on. As per usual with the podcast, we need to go into a quick fire round to get going up. I always ask everybody one random question that they're not prepared for in any way, shape or form. You're obviously a PT as well, aren't you? A personal trainer as well, which you didn't mention there, but I know you are because I've seen you well. I say see you. I've been down to the gym, or at least when I go down there in an attempt, I've seen you down there a few times in the past. Um, what's
0: what's what's what sort of the
1: you still still doing all that at the moment are you and and so on?
0: Um, so I'm not doing as much at the academy as I'd like to be doing. I do talk to the SMC coach over there about some things, and obviously with the TPI things, it does link to our coaching as well. So I'm doing a little bit, not as much as I'd like, but uh, but still I can't really complain too much of what I'm doing over there with the with the weather.
1: that's the big bonus of working in Spain (laughs) nothing else nothing else the weather (laughs) fair enough cool right so straight into it literally these are quick fire rounds you can go into a little bit more depth if you want to Um, should basically get you warmed up into things more than anything else what annoys you golf wise Um, be as honest or as unhonest as you want every single golf pro has done that I should really say this but I don't want to You always have that look Fred just went straight <laughs> off the bat and told me I wasn't a lot, good lad.
0: So. <laughs> um, there, now, I was going through this earlier, and there's one thing which I was thinking of the other day if I was asked that, and I cannot remember it for the life of me now, what it was, but it was quite funny. But the two I can remember are slow play, like I cannot deal with slow play. Like just I get held up, these some people who. Oh, it just drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah. And the other one was. Uh, uh, oh that was it and the Morgan I think it was Morgan that said this the other day was um, hitting a good shot if you hit a good shot no sorry if you hit a bad shot and someone says a good shot and I'm just like honestly I remember uh, I've literally had so many times my mom's the worst because my mom's quite new to golf and like she's I don't know what handicap she's probably like 45 in fact no I think she's better than that but like, I'll hit a shot and it would just be going just in the wrong direction Mom would be like that's a great shot that man and i will be like, no, it's not. And then she's like, Matt, why are you so hard on yourself? And I'm like, Mom, it's 50 yards in the wrong direction. <laughs> There's nothing good about that shot. Okay, it might be good for you because it's gone further than you've ever hit anything. But it's just not a good shot. And that just drives me mad. Like, I'd rather people just shut up. <laughs> don't say anything. Yeah. Don't say anything. God,
1: I'd to please, aren't you, some of you golf pros? Yeah, come on in. <laughs> I say out of politeness oh yeah good, good shot if it's 50 yards left I don't I'm like oh okay. but uh, I will take a shot generally like Morgan was telling me that yeah if it's the middle of the green it's like a good shot whatever and he's like moaning about it I said, like, Jesus Christ well, all right, do you know what I mean i would take a shot out of politeness really more than a few hours but, that's good, you know? but anyway um, but going back to slow play there was someone on a golf forum the other day that I saw on Facebook and somebody's like so what if golf takes five hours to play I was like oh you know, do you, do you know, I was like oh, there's so many things in my head right now I should comment I've been yeah there's too much of this slow play for my liking
0: yeah it's, it's a quick. tough one I remember playing in the Forest of Arn Winter Series one year and I was playing with Lewis Fathers Morgan I think as well and possibly Robert Copperthwaite I think but it was definitely Lewis because this is the reason why I remember it being Lewis Lewis was arguing back with someone <laughs> <laughs> we were on our last hole and honestly we must have been about five hours to this point it was getting dark like it was in winter you were struggling to see the hole and we've got a group behind us who still got to play the hole and we've finished and they've shouted something saying hurry the fuck up or something and Lewis just turned around and answered back (laughs) but I think in I think I don't know in competitions if everyone is at the same pace I don't think it's an issue but I think it's like it's like I'll go around Stratford and you'll get stuck behind a, a, a two ball of women or two ball of men or something and they just won't let you through. But I think if, like I've played tournaments and it's been four or five hours, but as long as you're all at the same pace, I don't think people notice it as much or it's as bad. Waiting. Waiting on every shot. Do yeah. Do. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. On a Thursday night, there's comps up at Oates and then again. There's a. Or three ball, or maybe a four ball, and they just hold everybody up, and they don't let anybody through. So, I know you're not supposed to do it, but you end up just literally flying a couple over their head and come about mm-hmm. the eight hole Like, been two hours to this point, we're expecting to go play down at 13 at this point. So, gift, and we're in a comp, and they're off the yellows, which is annoying. Um, anyway, um, superstition, do you got any off no,
0: Absolutely nothing, mate. Dream, everyone's got one, and I haven't. I'm like, yeah, I know. Well, when I was listening to Morgan's the other day, I was thinking. I don't think I honestly don't think I've got anything no no, no like, there's not a number I mark my ball the same every time but that's just so I know what ball is mine
1: you know I really wanted to get into a superstition with golf I was like, right let's get a number that I have to play with or let's get a marking on the ball that I have to play with and so on and so forth but I just can't I'm like it's too much hassle I worry about a superstition so yeah, yeah, no,
0: yeah don't worry about it yeah good man dream four ball maybe that's what I've done wrong all my life <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah maybe but it's just I'm just not being asked by anything that's the problem Yeah, club's not going in the right way or anything like that yeah I don't yeah. maybe it's not maybe, maybe you're like me mate that's probably what's gone wrong Um, super uh, or Dream 4 ball
0: right okay so I'm going to go Dream 4 ball for from a non golfer point of view yeah uh, I'm going to go Dream 4 ball of golfers. so what do you no, Dream
1: start? 8 ball Dr- Dream 8 ball is that what we're going for
0: <laughs> no, because I think the golf for four balls might... Give, actually, no, they probably won't give up, to be fair. But my non golf for four ball would be Emily Ratajkowski, because she's absolutely fire. <laughs> and then <laughs> Michelle Keegan as well, because she's absolutely fire. And then Will Smith, because he's absolutely hilarious. Smith. And he's yeah. just a legend. And he plays as well, doesn't he? He actually plays. Yeah, he? He does, yeah. yeah, I saw a video of him with his own little golf simulator indoors during lockdown. Yeah, Will Smith supposed to be a
1: good one. So, the two brunettes, the two leggy brunettes that you picked. obviously, there's a type there. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, that must be. What must be. about <laughs> <laughs> the golfer's four ball? And the golfer's four ball would be Tiger Woods. Standard. Um, Charlie Hull. Just because she's a golfer. Um, just because no. she's a what? Just because she's a what? A golfer as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I appreciate the honesty because the amount of people have gone I want to say women but I'm not going to I want to say professional you just can't the and go, no I want to play with uh,
0: men, men are just perverts aren't they who are just absolute perverts um, and then right. the final one um, it would be I think Brooks Koepka or Adam Scott I think Brooks Koepka would just about take it I mean, you could have
1: both and then you could just caddy for Charlie Hall and that's ball, is it, I guess. You don't hit any shots, you can just caddy. If you yeah. wanted to. an honest you're an honest pervert, mate. Let's be honest about it. Joey, <laughs> you've been honest about it. Like, yeah, her. I want to <laughs> play golf with her. her. <laughs> so, no, enough, mate. Um, fave golfer? Favourite golfer?
0: Uh, Tiger Woods, I think it is. Yeah, really, what, what he's done and... The comeback. Okay, he's done some bad things, but uh, my days. He's,
1: he's obviously influenced you, isn't he? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only I was successful <laughs> in more ways than one.
1: Straight away with the girls, yeah, i play golf. Uh, yeah, Tiger. <laughs> he's he's definitely a role model, isn't he? Um, if you're doing a bit of practicing, which I know, trust me, I've seen you down the range many times. Uh, if you're practicing or anything, what's what's
0: banging in your ear? Any tunes, any anything, or is it just um, my or was
1: it just my podcast?
0: <laughs> well it would be nowadays, yeah. It wasn't back in the day. That that wasn't about then. Uh, but it would be the Kistri radio station for sure. I absolutely love Kistri. Just banger after banger. Not bad. Or well. if it's my own playlist, it'll be Drake, ASAP Rocky, uh, Joe Cole, AJ Tracy sort of stuff. So big into Drake. Proper Premier League footballers type of music, then,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Good man. Um, how clean is your golf bag? Uh,
0: I mean, I'd say it's clean. I probably only clean my clubs, well, I'd clean them before every tournament, but I mean, I clean them after every shot, so I don't really feel like I need to clean them that often, to be honest with you, because I clean them after every shot, but it's pretty good to be fair. The only messy part about it is there will always be empty bags of nuts or empty bottles or whatever until it comes to another tournament where I have to empty it all out to get all of my new food in or water or whatever. That's the only messy part about it. But they'll just get right onto that. And there tend to be a load of nuts in the bottom of the bag as well, just loose.
1: <laughs> so a lot of times, it's a little bit messy, but nowhere near as messy as mine. I literally got mine out yesterday because I thought, ah, oh, gold's back on the horizon. Let's have a look at it. Banana left in there since October. I was like, oh Mm -hmm. no. Yeah, so I was like, what's that smell? It's a bit sticky. Waterproof's got sticky. It's like, oh no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They need to clean as well, which they probably won't get done until next year now. Anyway, so so, a Christmas present or presents in general. Golfers are traditional, forget absolute the pits of presents at times. That somebody goes, that's a great idea. And you go, that has no use to me whatsoever. What's the worst golf present you've ever got?
0: Not too many, and they're all off my nan as well. But <laughs> 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 well, honestly, it was getting to the point where my nan would just get me those like, like she'd go down to like charity places and just buy like a little box of the worst golf balls you can get with some teas in it, all of those like uh, uh, little things with like a pitchfork on it, a brush on it. And <laughs> I, it just, I, I'd get them all the time. And then I said to my mum one year, I was just like, I don't even use them. and I think my mum must have spoke to her. She stopped getting me done. I mean, my, my nan has absolutely no idea how golf works. Like, no idea. So I can imagine she just saw a golf ball and thought, ah, Matt can play golf with that. But obviously, at my level, it's not as simple as picking a white ball and hitting it into a hole. Bit grateful there, Matt, eh? You know I mean? It's the fault I <laughs> count, isn't it? It's the fault I count. Jesus. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Brooksie nan, do you know what I mean? Just... Sorry, nan. <laughs> Just don't get me that ever again i grateful <laughs> Jesus Jesus um, So probably a little bit less fun And a little bit more serious now What about your career thus far I think it's always good We'll probably talk into a couple of it. We're just going to shoot from the hip Over five or six topics I guess um, Where did it all start for you? How did you get into golf? Obviously in this country It's all about footy, rugby, cricket golf way down the list mm-hmm. But you do get a lot of guys Converted from footy to golf Like I did um, Where did it all start for you?
0: Uh I think I must have been about ten. And um, my dad never played golf. Like no one in my family played golf. My granddad had just started playing golf. He actually took me. I don't know how it happened, but he just took me. i guess my mom just left me at my grandma's and my granddad took me to I think it was Alveston Manor. Okay. Yeah, oh, well that was a golf course that way. And it was Alveston Manor, like it was a proper municipal golf course, like it was wasn't anything special. But it took me once. And I really enjoyed it. And, then, and I remember playing with his heavy steel, shafted, wooden-headed golf clubs, which were far too big and heavy for me. And then I got my own little set, and it just carried on from there. So, yeah, it was my granddad that started me, actually. And then after that, about, I think, probably two or three years later, my dad started. And then about two or three years after that, my other brother, Jamie, started. So uh, it wasn't actually my dad that started me. It was uh, my granddad. And he had only just taken it up as well, actually. So basically, just to drag you along, we'll get you playing some golf because he wanted to play golf, but you actually loved it, I guess. I yeah, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I remember my first handicap was at Ulster um, driving range.
1: Oh, yes. The, yes. The, the
0: par three, was it a par three course that went round? Yeah, yeah it, around it, the back. Yeah, yeah. I remember I used to, mum used to drop me off there. I think, I don't know whether Morgan ever came to them. I think he did, but I know a couple of my other mates, Alex Beard came. And there was a few of us that just went there in the school holidays and got our first handicap around there and started playing. And then uh, I went to Stratford and they sort of, I remember the first time I played at Stratford, like I was with, must have been about five or six different members. And there was about five or six kids and like, one of the members took us and it was Judy Bees that took me. And she took yep. me like, around the course and, and she was like really impressed with my swing and it just went downhill from there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah then you start mixing with us like the junior golf. go <laughs> <laughs> literally went downhill from there <laughs> Jesus okay so good stuff so basically that's where it all started then yeah. you were how long was you sort of junior, junior at Stratford for before turning pro and stuff because that's pretty much obviously that's how we met didn't we and then a bunch of us left and all sorts and yeah. sort of, some of us got old and having not paid for stuff and you know, got jobs <laughs> unfortunately so I couldn't play golf for I six six until the anymore but um, how long how long was you like sort of amateur before you turned pro
0: and started your PGA and stuff? I think I must have been nineteen when I started my PGA. No, maybe twenty. I think yeah, I think I was twenty when I first started it, and I must have been a member at Stratford from when I was about. Oh God, uh, don't think yeah. So I started when I was ten. Probably about 11 I started, 12, I started, yeah, I reckon I started, I joined Stratford at about 12, well I started playing golf at 10, so I was an amateur from the age of 10 until 20, so okay. I was playing for, a, I was for an amateur for a while really, um, I think, I, I don't know, I think when I was turning prior, I was de- when I started my PGA, I was debating whether to actually stay amateur for the first year of doing my PGA, which you could actually do. You could start your PGA, the first year you could stay as an amateur or keep your amateur status. And I was thinking maybe stay amateur and try and do a bit more with my amateur status before turning pro. And then I, did, I was talking to my dad, and we just decided that we'd just turn pro anyway. Um, so, yeah, so I've been playing for t- uh, 10 years, amateur, for 10 years. What did you turn off? You were down low, weren't you? Four. Four. Yeah, literally, I, I just, I think I got down to 3.5, and then I went up a couple, and then I applied. So, yeah, 3.5, but, yeah, four, I was off, basically. Totally, mate. Yeah, there's said, like, many, uh,
1: many a good golf me turned off four, didn't they? Let's be honest. Potlough yeah. being one of oh, so them. That's the one. Um, and then I know you, you actually started working at Trafford, didn't you? That's where you did your training and stuff.
0: Well, I actually started my training with Stuart Bottrell. Who was at, he was based at uh, uh, Shirley Golf Club and he had moved into Ingon Manor. He'd taken, like, he was getting like a, a load of shops. I think he had a because yeah, he
1: because Yeah, because he had Shirley, based at Shirley, didn't he? And then he had Edge- uh, like Olton, he had like Fulford, I think. He had a few, didn't he? A few play shops.
0: Yeah, Ed, Edgbaston for a bit, I'm positive of that. And then like, he just moved into Ingon Manor. And I was there with Andy Barton, uh, who was the head pro there for a bit. And then as things happen at Ingon Manor, something kicks off. Mind <laughs> It's not called Ingon Manor anymore, is it? But anyway, that's enough of that. Um, but yeah, so then I'm <laughs> having off recording, mate. Having off recording. <laughs> Yeah. Um and then um a job uh, one of the lads left Stratford and I said to Junior I said I'd like to take it and he said yeah I'll have you 100% so I literally I think I was at Ingon Manor for about five months I'd say right and then I um, moved into Stratford and I was there for just over three years okay
1: completed the training and I know you completed the training and then you had your own sort of junior coaching summer camp business didn't you that were quite successful from my understanding
0: yeah so um so after school, I went to college and did my... Well, I did a diploma in sports science and exercise. Then I did my fitness instructor. Then I did my personal training. And I almost did that as a backup because after that, I like did a year... I don't know what I did for a year. I think I was doing something. I obviously wasn't playing enough golf. But I was supposed to be doing some golf. And I think I was doing some work for my dad at the time. And then I was like, right, well, I've got down. Let's... let's, let's try and do my pga so i started that and then when i was doing my pga like i just almost we started doing the screening which is like the very basic of the tpi screen and they yeah. were like as a business you need to like hook up with your local sports massage local personal trainers because golfers need all of this and they're like you can do the screen but you can't recommend exercises or help and i was like well i'm a pt and they're like well you can do it yourself i was like happy days and then that's when I sort of clocked on that I could sort of use the two together just by chance. And then I didn't really get into the fitness side massively until I didn't really realise, to be honest with you, how important it was almost until my last year of the PGA. Um, I wish I knew what I knew now when I was playing golf myself, because I would have done things very different, especially my work in the gym. But um But yeah, I just sort of did that, and then after doing my PGA, I then did my TPI, did my body track, and started getting big into my junior development coaching, which was literally one of the main things that was keeping me at Stratford, because it was just an ideal location, I was doing really well with it, like I was earning some good money with it, and it was just, like, I enjoyed it, like, it was really good fun, like, yeah, okay, I was looking after little kids, but it was a good fun, I did enjoy it.
1: Because I know that you um, worked a lot of hours, didn't you? Because I remember you, I'd I'd sort of be at work bored on a lunch break, and I'd see on the social media you'd do some sort of summer camp with some kids or something, you know, you'd have like 20 of them, didn't you, or whatever it was. And then literally back when again, I gymned, I'd do that, gymned. I'd go to the gym and you'd be there giving somebody a PT lesson or something. You'd be at one point, you were like, make
0: a flower, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, literally, like before, like the last. Probably the last six months at Stratford, like, I was getting busy, like really busy. And like I like you said, like I, like my training was almost in this. The last six months at Stratford were almost the point where I'd almost for, not forgot about the golf because I was still playing, but I'd almost just sort of pushed it aside because mm-hmm. I was just getting busy. Like I was having clients at like, so I was working at Prime Studios as well for about six months before I left to Spain. And like, I'd be up at like six o'clock in the morning having breakfast or even having a client at six o'clock sometimes. So I'd be having my clients at six o'clock. Then I'd be going to the golf clubs to either work in the shop. Then after that, I'd have lessons or more clients. Or so if my day off the shop, it'd be clients a junior camp in the summer holidays. And then it'd be going on. I like, literally, I was, I was really busy and I was just like nonstop, to be honest. And my gym actually sort of, I'd get to the end of the day where I'd done all that and I'm just like, I'm done. Like, I just can't do anymore. more. just, and then I just go home. And, and that was that really. Where if you'd gone like a year before that, and I was literally like practice, work, gym, and I wouldn't get home from the gym until like 10 o'clock at night. Now I'd go home and the next day I'd do exactly the same thing, or I'd be practicing sort of thing.
1: So, Kim, less about yourself or more about what I've got clients today. That, uh...
0: Yeah, that's so, Yeah. Well, I, was, I wasn't earning money from playing golf, or wasn't earning enough anyway. Um and then my I was, you know, it's like one of those I've got people coming asking for lessons who are gonna pay me money, and then I've got the golf playing side of things where it's like, oh, let's try and practice for hours and hours and hours before the tournament and then go and turn up and fifty fifty chance well, not even fifty fifty, but a chance of winning some money and finishing up. Mm. So um, but no, yeah, last six months of at Stratford, I was literally like just manic non-stop
1: was that a good thing or bad thing i guess you learned a lot from that didn't you i'm assuming yeah i bet you got won't put my time out as much as i used to and uh, probably condense a bit more or something or would you do it again
0: Uh, whilst i was in the shop i think i just had to keep on just non-stop already to be honest with you i couldn't really afford not to sort of thing like obviously uh, i've got an expensive taste i blame my mum for that so I had to be open enough money to do what I wanted to do, but at the same time, like there was a point where I remember I did the Euro Pro uh, qualifier, and like I must have spent about seven hundred quid on the qualifiers. Like it was five hundred quid for the tournament, and then two hundred quid for accommodation, and then driving and what I reckon over the like the three days with the practice rounds and whatever. I reckon I must have like. Equivalent of losing out on business and spending money, I reckon it must have been about a thousand pounds in like three days, right? And like when you do that and then you're walking away and not picking up anything, it's just like, oh, God,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah, I suppose priorities happens isn't it? I guess. I mean, yeah. um, uh, the the net, well, I was gonna say one of the episodes I got coming up is as was who I used to work with, you said the Euro Pro don't tour and all that. It's mm. all about the expenses, ridiculous. It was either do it again or do I go and work it to work because it was like
0: yeah well I've got to get some money in the back or I can even figure yeah, out playing cool. golf again
1: it's a difficult one
0: I'm not, not going to lie I miss it I don't know what it is I don't know whether it's because obviously the last six months I've been in Spain I've been playing but just casually but like I do miss competitive golf for some reason and I don't know why because it stressed me the hell out <laughs> big time like it was just like, I, I had a relationship like a while back and like it would just like like I would be spending hours, and it like if I was spending hours away, like it would annoy her as well. But then I'm like, well, I want to do this, and then I'd spend loads of money on it, and it was it was stressful as hell, mate. Like it was hard. What's the word put before hose and it or something like that? Is it? <laughs> is <laughs> it just... <heard> that one? <laughs> put before hose or something? Well, or have I got that wrong. If someone responded to her with that response, it wouldn't have <laughs> been very good.
1: Well. Mate, you were in Spain last year, so that can't be too well this year, wouldn't you? It? So, it can't, be it can't be too bad. Um, so, what was it? So, obviously, you've had your junior coaching, your fitness, and then obviously, you're working at a pro shop at the same time. Enjoy working at a post pro shop, or do you just fancy more teaching? Because I've done it, I've done it myself. Um, you know, I've got mixed stores to a pro shop. I'm not you, I got fed up with giving somebody a 50p miles bar back in the year. who used to do my heading. Um, is that something that you hate? Would you go into it or would you, you know, would you look at yourself in the future going, I'll have my own pro shop and I'll have my own fitness and I'll have the teaching and all that or would you just bang the pro shop on the head because of the big, the way it is now with the stock and so on
0: and so forth? Or? The pro shop work, i absolutely hated. <laughs> like, I just, like, I'm quite an active person. I have to keep moving and stuff like that and the shop is just the worst thing. Like, you just sat down and you just have to put up with just absolute rubbish. and it, it was just, I hated it. It was just a form of income for me at the time. Like it was a, it was a definite form of income. It you was have nice to do it as well. It yeah. yeah. So it was just guaranteed where obviously with your coaching and training, like if something like this had happened back then when I was self-employed and learning that, you know, I just, I've lost over half my income because I wouldn't be out there uh, coaching and, and personal training sort of thing. So, um, so no, the shop. I just it's something you had to do when you're doing your PGA. It was like in, it was like thirty hours a week you have to do to do the PGA. So it was just one of those things which had to. And I, I like the PGA. had the choice of doing it at the University of Birmingham or from home. Yeah, and I still think I had the right choice where I've had the work experience for three years out in the real world where, rather than getting smashed every night and then <laughs> do the next day at university. I don't know well, I do this, like, I've got loads of mates. Like I go and visit mates who go to university, and I, like it. Like, I miss the, like the nightlife is great, but I still think I did the right choice of doing it from home.
1: Yeah, I think out of the two, I probably was in the working while getting it, but at the same time, I'm just again, absolutely night no, sounds great. Using <laughs> <doesn't it>? loan <laughs> sounds wicked. Um, what can you go into the sort of, when you say, "Oh, I get stuck with absolute rubbish"? Can you go into the stories behind? Pro shop life and so on and so forth, because every person I speak to have always got stories. I've got tons of stories that I can tell We're like working with a group of lads and you know stuff. Can do you want to go into it at all or not? Or do you want to uh, really-
0: I'll say I mentioned a couple of things. Uh, when I was working well, one of the shops I worked at, Global Gathering was still about at the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh I'm doing that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I went to Global Gathering. And I had work the next day and I got back at like four or five o'clock in the morning and I'd work at like 6.30 something. And I got back and I was like, there's no way I can go to sleep. Because if I go to sleep, I'm just going to feel worse. And I remember getting home, watching TV and just eating on the sofa and then driving to work, which I probably shouldn't have done, but drove to work. And the next, I, was th- I honestly, I felt so bad that whole day. And the shop was locked for pretty much all of it. <laughs> I remember I was in the back, lying on the floor. And the shop at the time, had windows all the way around it. So, like, you could pretty much see if I was in there. And I was just lying on the floor. And I remember I just kept seeing members walking past. So I was just like, oh, my days. But I never felt so bad. Uh, another one is, I remember someone had a had, um, chat themselves, basically, on the buggy. And oh. had to clean the shit off the buggy seat. It was horrible. Where was
1: this at? Where was
0: this at? That was at Stratford. That was.
1: Oh fuck it! What so
0: left you to do it? Yeah, he literally just came in. He's like, "I'm really sorry. I've had an accident." I'm like, "What have you done to the buggy?" <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's crashed it or something. Come out black of that tire. That tire. Worst case. I'm like, oh my god.
1: So when they say the glamorous life of a pro shop, you know, glamorous life of a PGA pro, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you see that people. Somebody's should. had a you know an accident. Um, somebody's had an accident on the buggy, and you just are uh, hose and proper sterilising, it. It all that malarkey, I
0: guess. Oh uh, yeah, probably. I uh, probably shouldn't. Uh, yeah, I did use um, spray. Didn't remember how the hose pipe at the time.
1: Mate, I tell you what, well, that would have gone over and shut the, the grinky shit if that was me. Oh, I could go there. <laughs> yeah. Send it
0: over there, they'll clean it. But uh, I think that's it. I can't think of anything else. Um, no, I can't think of anything else. I'm really bad at memory like remembering stuff. I'm so bad with names. Like I had to ask Morgan about one of the questions you've asked me. I had to ask Morgan about it earlier because <laughs> I can re- like I can remember it, but I could not remember the name, the tournament, and. And this, I couldn't remember the names of the people on there, but I was just like, what was the name of it again? But yeah, I'm not really good at remembering. So the next
1: question is golf stories or golf funny stories that you've got that are from playing, coaching, PT, junior camp, whatever, even Spain. I guess you can't remember anything.
0: Is that what you're saying to me? No, I can. I have written some down. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's, if it's good enough to remember... I'll remember it, <laughs> but if it's not that important, I'll not just info straight <laughs> out, um, yeah, yeah, of course. Right, so the first one is the one I had to ask Morgan about, so it was, I haven't even written it down what Morgan said. <laughs> hang on, let me just check quickly. <laughs> I'll give you uh, something to prepare
1: and see how you do it in
0: proxy, come on. Right, what was it? Uh, oh, hang on, where are we? What's he said? Uh, Midland News, I think it was. Yeah, Midland Youth, right? So I'm playing at Midland Youth with Morgan, or me and him are like sharing hotel room, sharing the driving. And uh, Midland Youth is like, I think it's eighteen holes on the first day. I think I the one you're on about. Yeah. Midland Golf Union, isn't it? It's from there. Yeah, and I think it's like, I think it's thirty-six the first day, maybe. And then if you make the cut, it's thirty-six the second day. If you don't make the cut, it's like a rabbit's trophy or hare's trophy, which is only eighteen holes. And me being me, I didn't make the cut, so I only had the hair thing the next day. And I remember playing, and I'd never gotten into county when I was a golfer, but some of the golfers there uh, were just unreal. And like, some of them don't even play golf now. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. But, uh, so some of us didn't make the cut, and even some people who did make the cut still did this. But we went out for a meal in the local town. It was an absolute, oh, it was an awful place. But went out into the local town, went out for a meal, and went out, and I was in a club. I think Morgan had gone home at this point because he'd made the cuss. So he was going back home for an early night to try and do well. And uh, I was out with Liam Phipps. I know um, Liam.
1: Yeah, I know Liam.
0: Yeah. Uh, I can't, the one lad, I think he does challenge tour now. I can't remember his name for the life of me. He did the MPGA. Marcus, uh, I've forgotten his surname, Scottish Marcus. M- Scottish lad, he had an awesome swing and Ben Myers, I think his name was and I remember it was just me oh and um, Ryan Huxley, do you know Ryan Huxley?
1: I re- i recognise the name
0: Huxley oh, and I think that Marcus know.
1: does his mum work for the PJ or something? Or you yeah, two, that's
0: so. it, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. yeah I played golf with him once, yeah, yeah. and um, so I was. it was just me and Ben in this club, in the corner of this club sat on this table and it was me and him and these two birds and we were just chatting and and then uh, and we were absolutely hammered at this point. I must, I must have made that clear. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm sat down here. He's sat next to me. There's a bird next to him. I'm here and there's a bird next to, next to me. And we were all chatting, whatever. And, and Ben's necking on with this bird. And I'm talking to this one. And she's like, I'm her auntie. I'm like, what? She's like, I'm her auntie. And, I'm th-, and then she was like, I'm 35. Is it bad that I'm talking to you? And I was like... And she was like, how old are you? And I'm like, and I think I was 18 at the time. I might have just been 19. I'm pretty sure I was 19, but middle of news, I think if you were a certain age on a certain date, you could still enter it. Or maybe I was 18, I can't remember. And I remember necking on, necking on with this 35-year-old. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? And then like, we both uh, look back to each other. All the lads arrived. they're all laughing. And Ryan who's an absolute bad lad on a night out, um, was just pissing himself and all the lads were just wetting themselves like, and we were just like what the hell has just happened there He Ben was necking off with the, the oh, whatever it was and then I was necking off with some 35 year old auntie for a tournament <laughs>
1: that's one way to get over missing the cut I guess
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man I remember the next day I remember playing and she smoked. She must have smoked a lot and the taste of <laughs> bags in my mouth the next day was absolutely disgusting. It put me off ever being in a relationship with a bird who smoked ever again. I was just like, oh, I'm not having that.
1: <laughs> oh, so, so you learned something from it though. That's, yeah, thing no, that's very much. eighteen, not knowing what to do, I'll get in there. I think you've learned something of it. That's the main thing, mate.
0: That is the main thing. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, right, another story. Um <laughs> uh, so, uh, this is anything. Well, this is like this would. This sums up like how I organise. But I, like normally, I'm like Morgan. I like to get to a, an event and practice and whatever. I Have a good good amount of time. And it was an open qualifier at Heath What year was it? I can't remember what year it was. Um, it must have been about two or three. Well, no, probably three or four years ago now. And Dad was caddying for me, and Dad driven up the day before. Had a practice round, booked a hotel, which was literally like fifteen minutes away in the local town, and uh, we did that because it was about an hour and a half. Uh, no, sorry, two and a half hours to get to Luffnam. I reckon it was or something like that. Or maybe a bit. No, maybe not quite that much actually. Anyway, I remember the the time it took me basically to get from the hotel with book to Luffnam Heath was pretty much the same amount of time as it would have taken me to get from my <laughs> house <laughs> to look at me. So I booked this hotel to try and get closer, to get there earlier so I wasn't, had better night's sleep, to end up spending hours in this traffic jam going all the way there. And I remember getting there, and I remember getting to the first gate, and I was like, or the, um, the entrance, and I said to the guy, I said, there's a massive traffic jam, I reckon there's gonna be people late to the tea time. And they had no one else late. And I reckon I was the only one who'd come from that location to get there. And I was pulling my hair out, and I obviously turned up about half an hour before the event, just got in time to sign in. And I was just stressing out, started off with a double, and that was the end of my open qualifier round.
1: I thought when you said there's a traffic jam, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, there's always one at every open qualifier. Go on. Next, <laughs> just get out of it. You're late, you got
0: up late. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, literally, it was the most. Like, I'd literally done it to get there early on a good night's sleep and I've had the most stressful journey to an open qualifier of my life and just cocked up that was, was a nightmare I was double that first and that's game over yeah yeah but it is with my mental game is, that's for sure <laughs> uh, last one which is quite a good one Seth and Coldfield I played in the Eagle Tour event and Sully had told me he held the course record I think at the time which was 10 under at that course or something like that. And I quite like the course. I had a couple of practice rounds. This time, this was the season where I felt like I'd got off to a really good start. And first nine holes, I, I was five under after nine. And stands on the 11th tee at Sutton. It's like a slight dog leg left. So like you don't want to go left because there's just trees for ages. And um, five under. And, I, and I'm like, we check our scores after. I'm thinking, fucking hell, 500. I'm on track for a. And the back nine is a bit easier. And I'm thinking, I'm on track here for a good round. And I finished level par, make a triple on the eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> finished level par after the round, and then another round there. I was, I think I was two over after uh, after nine holes, and then the second round. That was my, was it my first hole in one? I reckon that was the first time I'd ever had a hole in one, and I had a hole in one on seventeenth hole there, and I finished three under, five under back nine. I shot. I was like, if you just put those two rounds together. I'm <laughs> to leave course record <laughs> oh,
1: well, yeah well that's golf though that isn't it mate let's be honest oh, yeah. <laughs> is, <laughs> I've done that many many a time you know what I mean I, literally early this year well this year last season um, scratch final i put the Oaks solid no. little you know was that right you know so basically I don't let unless we You know, at the start of the year because I need to get back into things uh, and then because I haven't played for like six months and then I went Won the singles, won the pairs. I got a scratch final coming up. Right, happy days. No problem whatsoever. Or up after nine. Pfft, easy this, isn't it? You know, I'll just I'll just cozy in here, you know. Not lost a match play all season. Happy days. Lost two and one. So, uh, <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean. Did you do lose two one? It's just, you couldn't hit anything. Hit off the face of the planet. I was like, what? what is going wrong. God,
0: don't get it. But yeah, there you go. I made one par back. That was it. That was the <laughs> old.
1: That was an up and down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best golf story actually i've got which it's it's like morgan won't like it because he lost against me but i'm gonna say it anyway so yeah was, hit me hit me with that it was a box morgan final at stratford and i'd like played the whole box morgan so box morgan is the singles summer yep. singles match play and i would played the whole box morgan i'd no one had taken me past the 16th hole I had one game which ended on the 16th other than that they pretty much all ended on the 15th or the 14th so I was absolutely smashing it and it was me and Morgan in the final And the finals 36 holes and we played the first round and I think I must have been about three down after the mate was it three or four down I was certainly at least three down after the first 18 holes Against Morgan, I th- he must have been a few shots better than me, handicap wise at the time. But it was scratch. It was um, you don't play with handicap in that. I think in the final, I think that's right. But like it, there was, I think actually no, no, it's not scratch. No, I had one shot that was alive. I had one shot and uh, come round to the second round. It ends on the fifteenth hole. Oh, I won. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was a tour one one up there. Gone the from
0: absolutely pulling my pants down after the first round, then I've absolutely nailed him on the back row right on the on the second round and finished on the 15th.
1: That's going to be a run of birdies and stuff, isn't it? A run of yeah. powers and birdies yeah. going to yeah. be. One
0: time must have been really good. Fair play, mate. Fair play.
1: So your name is firmly on the board for Stratford somewhere, yeah. Over
0: there. Yeah, one of a few. I think I'm only
1: on there about three times. I never got on there, mate. Never got on there. Never got on there. I'm close a few times, but. I probably got kicked out before that anyway. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Probably blacklisted now anyway, before I get yeah. back in there. Moving on quickly. <laughs> so that's good. So and then you've been in Spain the last few months, haven't you?
0: In terms of actually going from story to career wise. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So I moved to Spain. I was I was actually looking for a job in Australia to start off with and I couldn't find anything on the PJ website. I emailed the PJ of Australia eventually. And they are like, we prioritise our PGA jobs for PGA Australia only. I was like, okay, that's fair enough. They, said, they were like, if you get into the country, apply for PGA membership of Australia, then you can see our jobs. And I was like, all oh, right, okay, well, that's going to be... It's a long way around, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> a, that's a tough way of doing it, that is. Um, so that didn't happen. And then Europe had always been put off by Europe because of the language barrier. And then this came up at the academy and I was looking at it and, and it was I have to speak in English because it's an international school and the, the kids need to learn English. And so I was like, that's fine, that is. And I, I, I reckon I must have applied for it like literally within the last couple of days because I got an email within an hour of sending my application in saying that you are now one of the selected few, you're onto the next stage, which is so-and-so, which was a video. So I reckon I must have literally applied for it just in the nick of time. Applied for it, sent a video in, got another response, FaceTime, um, which was nearly a year ago now. And then went out there for a few days to have a look at the academy and have a look at the surrounding area, see if I liked it. All looked really good. And uh, came back home the next day, because it was getting close to, it was less than a month, I think. And I came home and I said to Dad, I said, and they were expecting one more person to come out to have a look around. And uh, I said to that, I said, they've got to be telling me soon because if you get paid monthly, you have to give them a month's notice. Where I was getting paid weekly, so I wasn't too bad. But at the same time, I didn't want to just go to Julian and be like, I'm giving you a week's notice, I'm I'm going after that. I think I gave him about three weeks, I think it was. I had a week before going back, so it was pretty good, to be fair. Uh, but yeah, I got it. The next day I got back, they rang me up and said, we'll give you the job. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Job done. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. And no. you you were saying to me, that's like a private school that has academies for three different sports. Yeah. You've got some really
0: good golfers there, as the few centre, off recording. Yeah. You know, the, the, uh, a program, which is called Asus, where there's three sports. You've got golf, tennis, and I think basketball is the last one. You pick your sport. And then you do like your English, math, science and there's a couple of other subjects I do and it switches around. We have the old ones in the morning, and then they're at school in the afternoon, whilst the young ones are at school in the morning. and Then we've got the young ones in the afternoon teaching. So, yeah, so um, so we've got that ready. And we've got a lot of Germans we had this year. We've got a couple of German national players. Tiger Christiansen, so who's like, I don't know, I think he's like plus four. Um and he's 16, and then we've got Carl Siemens who is plus two or plus three, and he's 15. Like, we've got got some really good golfers, really good. Some proper talent, then. So, they're the two names to look out for, are they? They're the two yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiger Christensen, his actual first name is Tiger as well. So um, meant, well, to uh, yeah, yeah, meant to be. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Meant to be, isn't he? Like, I hope he didn't follow him in every direction, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like you wanted to, though. so <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah, we have got some really good, really good lads coming up by the looks of it. Definitely be interested to see where they get to. Yeah. If they don't make it, then good God. <laughs>
1: there's,
0: bloody, there's even better players out there.
1: Well, I mean, I was going to say, if his name's Tiger and he's off plus four, plus five, sixteen, then there's no excuse in there, really. That's funny. <laughs> Big shoes to fill, no excuse. Good thing is European, so you should smash it in the roller Cup yeah days. Um, Cool, okay. Um, because he's done a lot of goal stories and so on and so forth. What's the ultimate goal for you, profession-wise, do you think? You do What's what, sorry? The ultimate goal
0: for you, profession-wise? Uh, I think now the ultimate goal would be to travel around Europe on the tour as a coach and trainer, coaching the players. That would literally be the dream, I think. Uh, like I've heard people don't like it because of the travelling and being away from the family. Like, I literally couldn't think of anything better like yeah. um, I experienced <clears throat> had a coach's pass at the open it was in Liverpool somewhere I can't remember what course it was now it was a couple of years back and I had a coach's pass uh, off Sully and like it was just amazing like, I could literally go anywhere I wanted walking around all the ropes and I was stood on the range of Dustin un- like fortunate, fortunately Tiger wasn't there that year but had uh, Dustin there he had um Rory there like and Ian Poulter and I was just walking past these lads and I was just like I want to do this for a living. Like, I want to be on tour coaching and training these guys. Like, I think I'm one of the few people out there who actually does both training and coaching as one. Especially a niche yeah, I would say there's, there's not many guys out there who do training and do coaching but I haven't got many from what I can see I haven't got many guys that do both. Um, so I think that's uh, certainly a plus for my side of things. I just obviously need to put the work in to uh, become good enough to do it. But that would be the dream. If not that, then it'd be to get my own academy at some point in the future, definitely.
1: Well, you're well on your way, wouldn't you, by the sounds of like it? It just needs to be the right place, right location, right, right
0: everything, isn't it? Yeah, I'm still young as well. I've come, well I'm 26 and, in June in lockdown, I think the birthday is going to be, but... You know, still pretty young, really. I think I've got a couple more years before I sort of need to pull my finger out, really. Yeah, come on, Bobby, Come on. Yeah. Jesus, pull your finger out. Right, um,
1: I'm literally doing this on every single sort of one-to-one interview I'm doing, or getting guests on, Um, especially you PGA guys, especially. Best driver of the golf ball at the moment? Or, in your mind, who has been the best driver of the golf ball? Uh
0: I think. I mean, Rory just hit a bit of bombs. Rory just to be fair, Rory. It'd be Rory or Brooks Kepka just because of his distance and the fact that he's just an absolute tank. Good-looking tank,
1: any as well. i uh, say that. As well. <laughs> so uh, no. Oh, about I'm Woody. gonna go Rory.
0: Rory. Cool. About Wood player. Woods. See, get me. I don't watch much golf. Um, love playing it, but I, I only watch the majors and Ryder Cup. That's the thing Woods, um, Stenson. Yeah, Stenson with his bloody three wood stinger. Nice iron. Irons. Iron player. Um, oh God, it's God. Rory or Tiger? I don't know. Tiger just, I don't know. Oh, Rory, when he's on fire, like his eyes. Just... We're doing a
1: podcast about this shortly about building the ultimate golfer. you best absolutely do oh, some yeah. research. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, I don't know. next question.
0: So so you're saying Tiger or Rory, iron wise? Yeah, one of those two, so combination of the two. How about Wedge? Wedge is. Uh... I'm going to go for... <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... PGA Pro A, eh? come on. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> um, mate, when I play football, people are like, so, time so, 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 I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, I'll play football. Um, I'm going to go... Mate, I have no idea. Honestly, wedges, I have no idea. <laughs> Next. <laughs> hey, I'm going to say, me. I'm going to say, Today, when I was down the local Cinder Meadow football field, we had a crossbar challenge and I was absolutely pinging it at the crossbar. Happy days. That'll do, mate. That'll, that'll do. Yeah. After? Pusser? Adam Scott, when he had the old belly pusser. When he cheated, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, when he cheated. Oh,
1: Anyway, um, cool. Moving um, on, it's pretty much been nearly an hour, do you believe already? So we will probably around the hour mark. It's going pretty quickly. I know you're coming back on to do a few more, aren't you? The next few weeks and so on and so forth, which would be good. Um, we'll be talking about all sorts. I think probably the next episode we'll be talking with you. And Stu Helico, who's been on before, talking about the ultimate building the ultimate golfer, could be a few twists and turns. So do your research, but I'm not going to tell you the twists and turns about it. So we're shooting off the hip tomorrow, so
0: you best do some research on it, mate. You know what I mean? Not I <laughs> <not laughs> don't know who the best
1: witch player is. I mean, that, that's not going
0: too well for the podcast. Stu Helico can do the the golf side of things, and I'll do the physical side of things. What what an ideal golfer he's physically. <laughs> and then, maybe, maybe it might, yeah,
1: yeah, maybe yeah, it might work. I, I've got an awful mental game, so. Yeah, that's it might work that way, but you've got to do a bit of research, mate. You've yeah, yeah that will do my homework. So. So. T- t- tell me the best player in the world. <laughs> that's not, it's not going to cut um, you, but no, in all seriousness, thanks for coming on. Much appreciated.
0: No, thank you very much. Looking forward to doing a couple more, definitely.
1: Cool. Um, I hope everything goes well with you
0: as well. It's Spain and you're getting back out there as soon as all this is over
1: and so on and so forth and, yeah. You know, the future as well especially if you're on about getting on that tour and so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get you on there mate get you on that tour you might contact the golfers on the podcast that bit yeah sorry so yeah that'd be good um, but no thanks for coming on it's your chance now to let you plug whatever you want to plug mate I don't know if you can or not because you're in an academy in Spain but you can yeah. plug whatever you want to plug PT professional sponsors website anything you need mate go for
0: it it's your chance um, just uh, just give my account a follow Golf Coaching Fitness on social media and YouTube there's some videos on there already from like stuff I've done in the past but you know just keep tuned keep an eye on things and uh, we'll see what how things go really excellent cool okay the short history by the way well, yeah, yeah. No, awesome. <laughs> like I said you know, <laughs> I obviously give the Jason <laughs> Floyd Golf Academy a follow as well because obviously there's, uh, there you go. there's, there's okay. definitely the, the like the facilities out there and the location, like like I said, with the weather, for kids, like with the, because we don't just do kids as well, like we do tour players as well. So like any tour players that want to come out there, just get in touch and we can get you out there and we can take you around the smart to move stuff we use, the track man and we're getting these brand new facilities that are just being built at the moment. So honestly, the, the, which should be open in September, they were supposed to be open earlier in the year, but obviously everything's just been delayed a little bit but um but no just 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 have a look at that and if you want to know anything just get in touch literally we i'm more than happy to help or the academy we can anything we can do at the academy but yeah it's great location and great great place to go to there you go, sharing a bit of love about the workplace but there you go
1: <laughs> that was better than the first one a <laughs> <laughs> way better look. excellent okay well thanks for coming on like i say mate it's been much appreciated we should best look with her, i think. Um, and I'm sure somebody. I think basically, when you do come back onto the other stuff as well, no doubt we'll touch more upon fitness. Um, no doubt we'll touch upon more about junior golf development, golf swing, uh, right muscles to use, and so on and so forth. I think over a course of probably four or five podcasts, i probably need to get all the information out here that provides some value to somebody. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next probably few weeks when you, when, as and when you come on, that'd be good. I think. Yep. Um, but yeah thanks for coming on anybody who is now listening to this podcast has actually been entertained by Brooksy's lack of memory fantastic it's been really really appreciated for you to come on uh, give it a like subscribe a listen um, a share whatever you want to do it'd be brilliant um, like I say this has been the Golf Chat Show with me Gatch Brooksy thanks for coming on mate cheers mate